Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, hope you're doing fantastic. It is, of course, Memorial Day weekend, the beginning of that weekend, the weekend where we honor our war dead and we, you know, of course, remember the real reason that we commemorate Memorial Day. It's also kind of the traditional beginning to summer, the kickstart to the summer season. And for many, that means camping. Our own Debbie Lazaga takes a closer look at what's on tap this year for campers in Wisconsin. Ah, the great outdoors, the fresh air. The birds, the mosquitoes, it's all part and parcel of the magic of camping. With this weekend being the unofficial start of the summer camping season, the DNR's Karina Renier says there's plenty to offer at all the state parks, but... Memorial Day weekend is one of our busiest weekends. We have got over 6,000 campsites, and I expect them to be nearly all full. As you can imagine, at the height of the pandemic, camping became the perfect option for recreation, and the numbers showed it. 2020, our numbers really went up. 2021, even more. And now that we've kind of leveled out a little bit, so the last couple of years have been pretty stable, but still significant more occupancy than pre-pandemic. And with prices anywhere from $20 to $40 a night, it's a super economical option, too. This year, it looks like the weather is cooperating, finally. Yay! But one note. Going into this holiday weekend, it is a dry spell, so we are at a higher risk. As always, I mean, whether it's a high risk or low risk, we want to follow those good safety protocols. Those being using the provided fire ring, never leaving your campfire unattended, and fully dousing it before heading back into the sleeping bag. Oh, and leave the fireworks to the professionals. They're not allowed at state parks. Well, if they're so popular, how can you make sure you get a site? We do have online reservations and by phone as well. Folks can make a reservation up to 11 months in advance for campsites, or you can show up and make your reservation same day as long as there's availability. Oh, and don't forget to sign up for the notifications. Even if the campground you want is full, there are always cancellations, and those notifications give you a chance to pop in there and grab a site as soon as it becomes available. Yippee! And another tip. Try to get your campground sticker as soon as you can. It lets you bypass all the line of cars and a stop at the visitor center, getting you to your campsite as soon as possible. So there you have it, a tradition in the making. Camping in Wisconsin really is an excellent option for a great American holiday weekend. Debbie Lazaga, WTMJ News. Hey, Deb, are you a camper? I am a camper. So My husband tent? is a tent guy. Okay. My husband's a tent guy. I grew up in a camper, yeah. but I'm okay with tents, too. Yeah, and we had a pop-up camper that we took everywhere when we were kids. Okay, there you go. That yeah, was a disaster. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh no. <laughs> Three boys, but yeah, we camped everywhere. That's what we did. That's kind of, and it's cheaper. I was For really sure. surprised at how yep. you know more economical it is. Yeah, it does. It gives people who otherwise couldn't really take a vacation a really nice option to see some cool places, especially here in Wisconsin. And That's you make true. memories. Yep, you do. Absolutely. Because things don't always go as planned. Yeah, like Not when, my, way, when my just... brother kicked over the pea can, the coffee oh. can full of pea oh. in the pop-up camper in the middle of the night. Yeah, that was a memory. <laughs> we still talk about that, and from then on, we had to go out in the middle of the night and brave it uh, with the tree or the outhouse, because he ruined it for all of us. But Camping, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's first-timer camping. I'm sure you never make that mistake twice, John. That's right, because a can wasn't allowed in the camper anymore. I love your feature, Deb. Camping is such an important part of what we do around here in Wisconsin. There's no doubt about that. That's true. For more information on camping reservations, all that stuff, you can check it out at WTMJ.com. It's 514 at WTMJ. Steve Scafidi, salute to service, and we salute 
a local veteran finally coming home. That's after the break. Otis Winstead is an Army veteran who made his life's work helping veterans on the street overcome homelessness, alcohol, drugs, and suicide. From his early start as a volunteer to his current position as the director of Dry Hooch, Otis serves as a first responder to veterans who need our help. Here's his story as part of Steve Scafidi's Salute to Service. My name is Lon Rosalie, and I'm nominating Otis Winstead, who is currently the head of the Dry Hooch organization in Milwaukee. It's a nonprofit organization helping veterans go through all sorts of different life crises. Well, a supportive space in the form of a coffee shop. That's what Dry Hooch has become for veterans here in the city of Milwaukee. From addiction help to employment options, it's servicing those who served us. Hi, my name is Otis Winstead, Army veteran. I'm representing Great Lakes Dry Hooch, a nonprofit organization based here in Milwaukee. I'd gotten out of service years ago. I really hadn't transitioned right. So we talk about transition. Transitioning out of the military for some mean that they were in combat. And this whole idea that you can just be in combat one day and then just transition back into the society, it's kind of a farce. It really doesn't happen that way. When veterans return home from service, they're often faced with a difficult transition back to everyday life. Come in, have coffee, and have a talk. Its mission is to help vets make the transition back to civilian life. I'm a Vietnam vet, and many years ago, I was involved in a lot of small-scale activities around the Milwaukee area related to veterans and homeless issues and suicide issues and so forth. And I, every so often I'd hear this name, uh, Otis Winstead, somebody that was literally out on the street, at, not just during the day, but evenings and weekends during the winter and so forth, that was helping not only veterans, but uh, all sorts of people that were facing homeless issues. You know, when we talk about service, we talk about we have pro bono attorneys to help us. We have job um, um, folks that come to help get guys jobs, along with um, um, housing. You know, we connect to different organizations that actually do housing. But the main thing is that we walk with them. We actually walk with them through the process. We don't leave them hanging. I could tell you numerous other issues of veterans that Otis has helped through drug issues, recognizing suicidal issues that they were going through. And again, Otis was the type of person that just was a dedicated person, literally a dedicated person to go where the vet needed help and when and whatever kind of help that they needed. We're all looking for purpose. I'm in a position by the grace of God to help people along with helping myself because, you know, it's, it's not like I'm not getting anything out of this because I have a purpose now, which I didn't have prior to coming into Dry Hooch. So that's, that's, that's a big factor, having purpose and being able to fill that void, you know, and have a career, right? And know that you're actually helping someone. Otis is just a dedicated individual that followed through with any veteran's issue, uh, any veteran needing help, and the person didn't have to come into the Dry Hooch organization. Otis would literally go out onto the street to their home, to their car, uh, to the street corner, wherever it might be, whatever time of the day or night it might, might occur. What does Salute to Service mean to you? Me advocating for not just veterans that have that have been in theater, but specifically for those veterans, you know. But saluting the service is always about giving back. You know, you got to be able to give back. You got to understand why you're giving back, right? America has a heritage of that cohesiveness, that hope. You know, and, and, and even in today's atmosphere, it's still there. You know, we're still all working as a unit. 
Steve's Graffiti Salute to Service is presented by Educators Credit Union and the Packing House Restaurant. A Wisconsin sailor who was killed at Pearl Harbor and never found has now been identified. And after more than 80 years, he's coming home to be buried this Memorial Day. As the waves rolled in, December 7th, 1941, began quiet and beautiful at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. A cherished son from Wisconsin was there. 25-year-old David Riley from Judah in central Wisconsin was a radio man on the battleship Oklahoma. Deb Krause-Smith is a distant cousin. For them, I think it was an ordinary day. Um, the, there were ships that were um, moored there at Pearl Harbor. They were, some of them were not on the ship. Um, they were uh, on shore. Some of them had families there. It was a Sunday. It was, a, from what I understand, a beautiful Sunday morning. The day quickly turned to anything but ordinary. The USS Oklahoma was torpedoed, and the ship actually, within 12 minutes, capsized. And so there were people who were able to get off the ship, but some were trapped inside. Um, From what I've read, the ship turned almost, well, it did turn upside down, and so um, the people left inside were even disoriented because up was down and down was up. And... Uh, there were some men who were able to, to get out, but most of them that were left on the ship did not. Many, including Riley, were trapped for days as the massive ship became a steel tomb. David was one of them. And, I'm, you know, I kind of think, like, you know, why did he have to be one of the 429? More than 400 sailors died and hundreds of men couldn't be identified. They were buried at the Punchbowl National Cemetery of the Pacific in massive caskets. The men were there for almost 75 years before being exhumed in 2015 because of advances in DNA testing technology. Initially, one of the caskets they opened, they thought would be, you know, four or five, the remains of four or five sailors. And it turned out there was over 100 sailors in one casket. Riley was identified, and Deb Krause-Smith is now hopeful he and his family can now finally rest. The sad part for me is that um, when he went to the Navy, I think he was just starting to find himself. uh, Because one of the last letters that he sent home before Pearl Harbor was that he was starting to realize the seriousness of life and that he had missed opportunities along the way, and he intended to make that right when he was done with his service. But he never got that opportunity. And in quiet Judah, Wisconsin, population 400, David Riley is coming home. I'm just happy. I I think it's wonderful. And I'm glad that there's going to be some closure to this whole story. On this Memorial Day weekend, it's a goodbye. 81 years in the making. It's a wonderful feeling, and it's not so much for family members, but for the community. John Merck here, WTMJ News. We spent a lot of time thinking about those that made the ultimate sacrifice, and we should. I want to recognize the families of those that are left behind, like the Whitmer family, who lost Michelle Whitmer. Those that are left behind carry the burden as well, and we thank them for what their loved one did. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Trying to get our guy, meteorologist Brian Zinsnansky. So yesterday we uh, revealed to the world that he was a fi- former Abercrombie guy. And uh, do we have him? 
Thank God. I thought we irritated him, and I know he's not that kind of guy, but I'm so glad he's with us on this Friday because everybody wants to know how gorgeous it's going to be this weekend. Niz, how are you? I'm doing good. I just uh, was getting out of the studio there. Sorry if no I was problem. late, but well, for all the, I, uh, popular guy this yeah, weekend. I would say for all the heat you take in the summer, in the, excuse me, in the winter time and griping, oh. it's like no, this is your time to shine. Yeah. Take it all you in. Spread the you good news. You should have heard all the praises I was getting from like Carol Meekins <laughs> and all the big shots around here. It was great. I mean, even Charles Benson was happy. He's all worried about his bike ride and everything. So nice. life is good right now for a meteorologist. Yeah. What's the average high this time of year? It's actually around 70, uh, oh, give wow. or take a degree or two uh, for most locations. So um, we are still a little cooler than average. Um, again, that average high, uh, the high temperature today in Milwaukee was 63. Now, certainly the inland spots, and it really doesn't take much. You get a yep. few miles away from the lake and you, you bump into the 70s. So, But I know here at the station, I'm looking, we're at 62 right now, yep. so one of the cooler spots. Wow, but so heading into the weekend, we'll be a little bit above normal. Yeah, each day gets a little bit warmer here. However, I was showing some statewide maps, and to be honest, like the city of Milwaukee will be the cool spot across the state the entire weekend. Now, each day, everybody gets a little bit warmer, but like tomorrow, for example, a high of 68 in Milwaukee, whereas locations like Eagle River could get close to 80 degrees. Wow. So again, we, we have just enough of an east wind, and the lake is at its fattest point here in southern Wisconsin um, that actually I think will be cooler here in Milwaukee than maybe even locations like Manitowoc uh, for this weekend. So, um, But still, uh, with that said, what are we complaining about? 68 tomorrow and then 70s near the lake uh, the rest of the weekend. That is funny, though, to think that it would be warmer up north than, yeah, than right? here. Yeah, for a few days. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, again, it's it, we're splitting hairs here, but but yeah, totally right. I mean, statewide, no matter where you are, you get away from southeastern Wisconsin along the lake, it will be uh, quite a bit warmer. But uh, get out and enjoy it. I know a lot of people out in lake country looking to maybe take the boat out for the first time, mm-hmm. and I think it should be an excellent weekend for that. Cool waters in Greenfield Park, one of the bigger pools in the area, will be opening up this weekend. And I think in West Dallas, you are far enough away that you're at least going to be in the 70s so hey sunshine 70s at the pool should be fine yeah i'm in menominee falls so that's not that far and i can tell the difference from when i leave to i get to the falls it's usually warmer during this time of year absolutely yeah there are times that's one of the biggest questions i get like what do you classify as inland and like unfortunately like that can change on a case-by-case basis. Sometimes, like, the inland temperature could mean Waukesha. Sometimes I'll say well inland, and then I'm thinking more like, you know, Watertown Mm -hmm. or something. Um, And then other times it could be a matter of miles. Um, I know I grew up in Racine, and we always considered, like, inland was, like, west of the eye. Um, And then east of the interstate would be, you know, near the Mm -hmm. lake down in Racine. So, I mean, it it really depends on the case-by-case basis. How strong the wind is, what direction the wind is, that all comes into play. But uh, I think people who have been here a long time will know, like those of you up in Port Washington, <laughs> you know, this time of year you're usually getting the short short straw. But it really sounds like it is going to be beautiful patio weather all yes. weekend long. And after last month where we had just strong winds and kind of scary dry mm-hmm. conditions, this just sounds like the picture-perfect weekend we've been waiting for. Totally. Yeah, I I can't. I mean, I was trying to go back um, some of the record books and, you know, there's been better individual days. But as far as like, let's even consider today, we'll call it a four day weekend. Um, I 
hard to find a four-day Memorial Day weekend stretch like we're going to have. Tons of sunshine. Um, Certainly we've had warmer ones, but then you start getting too warm and it's too humid. But I mean, the sweet spot for people's perfect weather, I would say most people are probably 70s and sunny, and that's what we're going to get most of the weekend. All right, so detail it out for us, please, beginning tonight. Yep, for tonight, mainly clear, low temperature, 46 in Milwaukee. Saturday, mostly sunny, 68 lakeside, 75 inland. Sunday, mostly sunny, 72 lakeside, 80 inland. Monday, Memorial Day, 74 near the lake, 80 degrees inland. Tuesday, partly cloudy and warm, and a high temperature of 80 degrees. Of course, this weekend, get outside, enjoy the weather, enjoy family and friends, but also remember what this weekend is all about. Remember those who made that sacrifice for us to be sitting here and talking right now. Well said, Nick. We hope you have a great weekend. You too, guys. Later. Time for our favorite thing of the week as we head into the Memorial Day weekend. My favorite thing of the week is that there's a cool thing called Pickle Mall, (laughs) which is coming to Milwaukee. It's a Texas-based pickleball court company. They plan to open a Milwaukee location sometime in the next year. Here's the basic business premise. They take a mall or a strip mall or something like that, and they gut it, and then they put pickleball courts in there, and you reserve them. Through an app on your phone, it's Pickleball. It's going crazy, and it's coming to Milwaukee. It's Pickle Mall. That's my favorite thing of the week. <laughs> Sandy, what's your favorite thing it of the week? It would be. Uh, my favorite thing of the week was last night's Brewers game, not because they lost, uh, but because it was a rare chance for a lot of our news teammates to uh, yeah. kick back, have a cold uh, beverage while we watch the Brewers, and actually uh, have a chat, because uh, the newsroom in particular were almost always preparing something, recording something, editing something, and just constantly on the move. So it really was nice to enjoy each other's company. That so was really nice. Go Brewers. Yeah, yeah. Good, good team of collaborators here. Greg. I'm a big track and field guy, as you know. It's a big week for high school track and fielders. Regionals, sectionals. If you did well at sectionals, you qualified for the state meet next week. And speaking of the state meet, which is usually held in lacrosse, lacrosse Golden Eagles, men and women's team doing incredibly well at the D3 National Championships there's a sophomore runner from lacrosse named Sam Blazikowski who just ran a 10.28 in the 100 meters. I mean, that's going to do you pretty well in the Big Ten. And he's a sophomore at lacrosse wow. competing at the D3 National Championship. That's cool. Their 4 by 100 meter relay team for those track nerds at home went under 40 seconds yesterday in the prelims. That's incredible. Good stuff. That's your heart for sure. Adam, what's your favorite thing of the week? So my favorite thing is we have a new producer, Sam, who is going to be starting with us soon. And she said something to me just a few moments ago that kind of struck me a little bit. She said, well, she's getting ready to help Greg with Brewer's warm-up coming up. Adam, you've been great. You've been such a good teacher. And it reminded me about how my mom and my dad, both of them, when I was growing up, told me, you should be a teacher. Don't go into radio. You could really teach. And it's making me think, well, in a way, I kind of am, because I'm not in a classroom, but we're learning about how to produce a great show. So it just makes me feel like, hey, Mom, hey, Dad, I'm teaching right now and helping go. someone succeed. That is true. Hey, as we head into this Memorial Day weekend, we hope you have a really nice weekend. And please think of those that made the ultimate sacrifice. 1.3 million Americans have died in war. 1.3 million Americans. Uh, Think about them while you're enjoying the rest of your weekend. It is 557 at WTMJ.